carry one still drifting out in space. Kids were wearing hand-me-downs and playing games. Men kick arounds and footballers still had long hair and dirt across their face. Oh, I wish I was a punk rocker with flowers in my hair. In 77 and 69, revolution was in the air. I was born too late into a world that doesn't care. Live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page. Slim there with Rebel Side of Heaven. I really enjoyed that song. Thank you, Lee. One of your favourites, I do believe. Indeed it is. Excellent. So, hello everyone. Welcome. It's Tuesday, the 15th of October. It's 9pm. Tuesday Night Live presents the Arts and Culture Show. I can't even remember what episode it is. I think it's six. Could be seven. Anyone? No, no, no idea. No idea. Anyway, I'm Laura Hood and that voice over there is Lee John Phillips. Thank you for joining me, Lee. Not a problem, nice to be back. Oh, good. Are you feeling better? It's been a while, yes. Good, I'm very Let's not talk about that, please. (laughs) 
<laughs> and plus, we have an extra special, exceptionally talented guest called Adam David Taylor. Hello, Adam. Thank you for coming. Hi, pleasure. Oh, awesome. If you don't mind, I'm going to give people a little bit of an intro on you, but please don't get embarrassed. I do think you're fantastic. So, you were trained in Cardiff, receiving a degree in fine art. Yep. Awesome. Spent years living in Cardiff and London, where you played in a band called the Victorian English Gentlemen's Club. Yep. I'm very excited to hear all about that in a bit. <laughs> so you recently moved to uh, Pembrokeshire, right? Yeah, I've been here for about five years now, I think. Oh, not, not too Well, recently. yeah, maybe longer. Perhaps yeah. seven years. That's cool. And you have recently, be- recently or not too recently, become an artist? Oh, yeah. Well, I've, I think I've, well... We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> and you capture the coast and estuaries, um, and you say you lie somewhere between landscape and abstract expressionism with a strong focus on colour. Yes, exactly. Awesome. I'm yeah, I think you're a, you're a colourist. You yes. are a colourist. Yeah. Yes. Your work yeah. makes my heart sing, so I'm really excited to have you on the show. But we'll talk a little bit more about it after another song that Lee chose, because I'm feeling generous. Oh, thank you very much. You're very That's welcome. Too. <laughs> I'm too kind to you sometimes. I'll speak to you in a minute. a decorated general with a heart of gold that likened him to all the stories he told of past battles won and lost and legends of old a seasoned veteran in his own time on the battlefield he gained respectful fame with many medals of bravery and stripes to his name he grew a beard as soon as he could to cover the scars on his face and always urged his men on but on the eve of a great battle with the infantry and dream the old general tossed in his sleep and lesser with its meaning he awoke from the night to tell what he had seen and walked slowly out of his tent All the men held tall with their chests in the air With the courage in their blood and a fire in their stare And it was a great morning and they all wondered how they would fare To the old general told them to go home He said I have seen the others And I have discovered That this fight is not worth fighting And I've seen their mothers And I will know Follow me where I'm going So Take a shower and shine your shoes You got no time to lose If you are young men you must be living Take a shower and shine your shoes You got no time to lose If you are young men you must be living Go now you are forgiven But the men stood fast with their guns on their shoulders Not knowing what to do with the contradicting orders The general said he would do his own duty But he extended no further The men could go as they pleased But not a man moved Their eyes gazed straight ahead Till one by one they stepped back And not a word was said And the old general was left with his own words Echoing in his head He then prepared to fight He said I have seen the others And I have discovered That this fight is not worth fighting No, and I've seen their mothers, and I will no other to follow me where I'm going. So 
the general did you enjoy that lee oh my god i love it love love it love this batch that was so that, jolly i really yeah. enjoyed that thank you i think you. that might be my mm. favorite dispatch as well. oh, i it's really did treat you well time. this evening a long time yeah right yeah just so just for that song uh you kind of uh, i'm not gonna say attempted to describe adam's paintings because you know it's a <laughs> decent job every but, opinion's valid yeah yeah but i, I think you know it'd be nice to yeah, just to your your words on your own paintings. Yeah, from the you, painter. How do you yeah. how do you describe your paintings? That in my paintings, I think I like to sort of have three things going on. I like um, a bit of rough texture in there, mm. a bit of like okay. roughness, a bit of that sort of business, and then a lot of like glazing areas with different colours that glaze over, and then some um, nice negative space. I think mm. them three things, if I can include them. Yeah, they're often. So landscapey, um, they border on abstract, maybe mm. abstract expressionism in a in a way. But they're always based on something. I never just um, you know make it up. It's somewhere yeah, I've been to, somewhere nothing. I know. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. But then your fish and you know your lobsters are quite kind of they're quite representational, aren't they? They're just kind of just slightly loosely painted. I don't think yeah, they're abstract. Yeah, the fish. Yeah, I, I haven't done fish for a while, but um, I'm just looking at one now on your Instagram, and they're just gorgeous. Oh, thank you. You're yeah. very welcome. Uh, the fish I used to keep in my freezer, so I, I had like the same. <laughs> oh, right. it, was the, it was the same three fish, um, and I used to get them out, and they'd be frozen. So I'd have like an hour just to sort of set up and have a cup Before of tea, the smell and they'd in. start to defrost, the smell, and that kind of leaky stuff. Yeah. I used to hang them from. I often paint. I paint them hanging, and I'd often hang them from string, mm-hmm. and then these the the drips and the guts and whatever comes out used to gone to the floor and I, I just it, never realised that I could just lie them flat on a piece of paper and have <laughs> the string and just, and just paint them like that it'd look did you ever the paint in the guts though did you ever get the urge to put a little yeah, a little, yeah I've done that before a little mm. bit of um, a dripping of something but I've heard you don't hang your own paintings in your own house mm. is that right yeah, that is right. Um, it's because I just sell so many. There's um, just none left. Oh, Ding is that really? No, 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 no jokes aside. No jokes aside. Um, I like to when I paint a painting. I have I lean it against my um, fireplace and I look at it for maybe three weeks solid, um, and it annoys my wife. Um, and I, I sort of you know will glance at the television, but then look at my painting again, and then after that I pack it off and then 
don't want to see it again mm. i think when you when you this is a, um, a question for both of you because i'm not an artist when you spend such a long time creating something lovely and then you sell it and then you never see it again d- d- is there some kind of emotional detachment you have to sort of make happen or you're like bye well for, for me if, if it's like a commission if somebody says come and please draw my house yeah then you know i don't have a great deal of of, of love for it i enjoy the process obviously mm. but mm-hmm. um you know i if it's a commission like that, I'm quite happy to let them go. Yeah. I have I have more trouble parting my wooden spoons. I was gonna more. say you don't you took ages to sell Ooh. those. Yeah. yeah, I think we are probably the opposite. I quite I quite enjoy selling them. It feels like mm. you've you've owned it for that bit and then someone else can someone else can enjoy yeah. it. Take it yeah. off. Mm, yeah. There's something I quite like about that, in a way. And I suppose like, and, and to know that you're making a living from your from your craft as well. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that, that that does that yeah. obviously feels great, doesn't it? What'll ever happen to your page in the future? Might end up in a charity shop. I often wonder that. You know, you see them from the 1960s in charity shops. I'm thinking, that's going to be me in 30 years. I don't believe it. No, Mm. never. You never know. No. But yeah, if you've got a little adventure, they go um, all Mm. over the place. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just looking on your Instagram. And to me, as an untrained eye, it's a really lovely palette that you use. There's a really... is Is that on purpose? Do you love blue? Because I know I do. Or is oh it yeah, just... it's a nice blue that. It's that kind it's of coppery, yeah. the colour copper goes when it goes blue. Yeah, I've been using a lot of that. I'll often buy a random paint and then suddenly fall in love with it. It ends mm. up getting in on about four paintings. So it looked <laughs> like a really good series. Yeah. Okay, I've not I've not noticed that with you with with, with yeah, it's that blue keeps popping up. Yeah, right for okay. the blue. It's because that, that, that terracotta red. Yeah, it's like a warm up. blue, and it really yeah. speaks to me, and Naughty I keep seeing red. it, and I'm like, oof, nice. Yeah, color. I like that with it with where you've got that just that little touch because I I I own a few paintings by Adam, which is absolutely delightful. <laughs> but I one of them has got um, it's just got a little tiny dab of orange yeah. for the is the lighthouse. Yeah, I know the exact the tiniest, painting. Tiniest Was it in the Oracle? Yeah, yeah, I know the exact painting. Yeah, lovely, delightful. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, there's a few colours I like, and I'll keep going back to. Mm. Um, I think, mm. but I think for me, like, I'm, um, and we were talking about this earlier. We've got the imposter syndrome, and I really kind of um, struggle to label myself as an illustrator. But you have got kind of, um, you've got a choice here, because uh, as well as being a, a painter, you're a musician. So kind of, you know, how do, how do you, yeah, how do you sell yourself? Are you a painter, musician, both? Mm, I'm a double imposter. Yeah. Um, I count myself as just a painter now. I. I went to art college where I did painting and then um, I formed a band there with a group of people um, and then I just put everything into the band. The band sort of took over from painting really. Um, none of us really knew what we were doing and then very quickly it sort of stuff seemed to start happening. We used to drive to London, we living in Cardiff obviously, we used to drive to London weekly and do a gig for 50 quid and <laughs> <laughs> it didn't like no people turn up. But then suddenly stuff started to happen and the band completely took over. So I sort of put painting to the side and um, concentrated on the music. Where, where's, where's your music taking you um, geographically? Yeah, every, well, everywhere. Um, the, the UK was really good because... I live in the UK, obviously, and knew barely any of it. And then just through touring, I think we've played every town here. I got to see crazy places. Mm. Um, then played in Russia. Um, we played in America. Um, loads around Europe, in Germany, Italy. Mm. Wow. Mm. Yeah, it's been really nice. I, I think I've been to Mallorca before. And then went to university. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've, yeah, I've been to maybe Spain and Mallorca. Then went to university and suddenly went to all these amazing places. That's it's great. been really good. Hmm. But so that, that, and they're two very different kind of 
crafts as well, don't they? Because you know, it's it's a particularly anti-social job is being a painter and illustrator. But then you know, if you're travelling and touring with a band, yeah, you get um, yeah, lovely. Yeah, mm. it's yeah, nice balance. Do you find um, that your previous music experience, which is obviously wonderful, does it in any way inform you as an artist now? Do you think, or is it just separate? think it must do in a way it's opened me up I think it's made me a better person I think mm. I, you know just because I've met so many people and had lots of highs right. and lows and I'm just like it's just rounded me yeah life mm. experience yeah. I think so I think it might have done it's I think it it's taught me that with the band we would maybe do a gig to I don't know 300 people and it'd be amazing and it'd be just the best night ever and then the following night we'd play to four people and we'd be like totally <laughs> depressed and we used to drive back from loads of nights driving back from London to Cardiff barely all three of us barely speaking in the van just like deflated <laughs> that three people had shown up we'd, we'd spent I don't know 200 pounds getting there and on petrol and yeah five in the morning um, so uh, I think it's taught yeah it's taught yeah. me to um, take rejection I guess in a way oh my god yeah. absolutely we can talk yeah. about that and, uh, yeah well, we actually have one of your songs lined up right now. Okay. Um, so do you want to tell people the name of your band? Um, it's, the, it's a long one. It's the Victorian English Gentlemen's Club. And we, we were called that because when at university, this is not a very exciting rock and roll story now, but <laughs> our pub quiz um, team used to be called the Victorian Gentlemen's Club because of the style of painting that we were doing at the time. The teachers used to say, you lot are like Victorian painters. Um, so we used to call ourselves the Victorian Painters Club and we're all English and then a Welsh guy joined the pub quiz team and we said we're going to be the Victorian English Gentlemen's Club so I stole the name for the band really I didn't even come up with it, it was, um, but I just quite liked it I like it too, shall we have a listen? Oh yeah, thank you <laughs> Okay Stop. 
Kazak and the Eagle. Am I saying that right? Yeah, that is correct. Oh my goodness gracious me! So that was your band, the Victorian English Gentlemen's Club. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I will tell you the truth. It's the only one I listened to in full today when I was loading all these songs in. I'm already obsessed. Lee, that's amazing. I, I, did you enjoy it? Nice. Yeah, no offence. I just, I just thought it'd be rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was great. What the hell? It doesn't sound it's like all you. Proper was, and everything, isn't yeah, it? It is proper. Yeah. Proper music band. My goodness. Yeah. So I, I've got. I, I struggle to listen to myself if I'm being recorded or filmed. I never want to listen to any of these. How, how do you? find listening to your own music your own singing I don't mind that so much strangely when I hear myself sing it sounds like how I sing whereas when I hear myself speaking like right now that mm. sounds horrendous <laughs> so if I hear myself speaking if I like if I was to listen back to this I'd be embarrassed You're, yes, uh, yeah, this, yeah my singing voice sounds like me my speaking voice doesn't sound right. like how I sing but do you when you listen to that did you kind of like crit- critique that you know, do you think back to you know decisions you made in studio, or can you just go? Oh, I can't. Yeah, it's, it's kind of nice. Not not that particular song. No, it was we recorded that in twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. So it's a long time now. So I mm. think I've, I've all the thoughts have gone. You're over that. I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. over it. Yeah. yeah. So, so was I right in say, in thinking that was the last song you ever recorded, or? Yeah, it was. Um, we recorded that was. That's what I was saying to Lee earlier. It's a shame that. I think through the 10 years our band was together, it took that long for, for what I think was good for us to get good. And then yeah. by, the, by the time you get to the good stage, you kind of, it, it fizzled out and um, so it was huh. a shame. But um, yeah, we recorded that in um, Paris. It was a lovely time. Gorgeous. Um, we yeah. recorded with um, uh, the drummer of um, a band called Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really convenient yes. because guess what song we have next? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, is that the reason you chose this song? I guess so. Yes. I think I just because I quite like the song. Yeah. Um, we we did it in. We got really lucky. We did it in a studio in Paris. We're mm. staying in a place in Paris, and we cycled to the studio every day on. Wow. Their, whatever their bikes are, <laughs> you know, the, the, you pay, put money and you go. It's really just a really nice time. It was yeah. um, two weeks of probably one of the best times of my life. It's nice. That's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, wow. And lovely. at the time, you take it for granted, and mm. it's yeah. only now. You, you realise, yeah, realise mm-hmm. what an amazing time it was. So the next song coming up, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. There's the obvious link there. Yeah, but it's not necessarily my favourite Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds song. It's just one that the drummer played on, and I, I quite like it. It's, it's from an album mm. from two, three years ago. So Great. yeah, I shall play it. Have a listen. Enjoy. She used to say all those good 
cave and the bad seeds there. And it's called Juliet Street. I really enjoyed that one. Six minutes of loveliness. That was a fast six minutes. Do you feel like it was? Yeah, yeah, really it was got quite that. yeah, yeah it's yeah. a nice one. It lulls along that song, doesn't it? Yeah. It's got the word tummy in it as well. I quite like that. <laughs> tummy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to squeeze that into songs quite nice, isn't it? <laughs> tummy. There we in are. what we context? What line? I can't remember. I just noticed <laughs> it. It, okay. you, it has the word tummy. So um, the link for so let me get this straight. You recorded your last song with your band with the drummer of Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Is that right? Yeah, we found out he recorded, sent him a demo via the internet, not knowing what would happen, and he got back, said, like it, um, can I come to Cardiff to watch you rehearse? Ooh. I think we only got about three songs at that point, so we were proper um, wow. proper stressing, proper sweating. <laughs> so we got the train down, I had to pick him up from the train station in my van at the time. Excellent. <laughs> then take well, it was it. an awkward drive. It was really <laughs> awkward, the whole thing was awkward. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then he came to watch us practice. Um, I think he left saying, "I think you need some more songs." But he quite liked <laughs> he liked the three he'd heard. Mm. We're thinking we played in the three, and we're thinking, do we do them again faster, like slower, a bit louder, <laughs> <laughs> like really squeeze the word tummy in one of them. <laughs> in the word tummy. <laughs> we took him for food as well. That was um, strange. That was a, Just all sat one. there, looking like staring at him yeah. expectantly, uh, waiting for him to say something. Yeah, so he was very, yeah, very nervous. I think we're all really nervous. Mm, um, mm. Did you ask him any awkward questions? Not at that stage. I waited till we were in Paris. In fact, I had to pick him up in Paris in the van as well. <laughs> he was, um, we were there already because we'd started recording. He was just there to mix it, so we had to pick him up from the um, the Euro Tunnel as well in the in the old van. Nice. <laughs> do, do you still have that van? No, no, no. I, I had to sell that. Oh, um, yeah, it was, it was nice. A lot of good memories of that van. so the next song you've chosen is Smells Like Teen Spirit an absolute classic may I add it's an obvious choice but I've chosen it as it's probably the first rock song I got into yeah do you know a lot of people will say the same because I feel like it could well be the same for me yeah it's the first song that made me think I just I I would have been 12, 13 it just blew my mind really Mm. I think yeah yeah Nirvana became like my comfort zone. I still, mm. there are, I don't listen to them often, but I think they still are in a way. It's like um, home or it's the place the bad boys can't get you. Yeah. <laughs> the bad school boys. You know, it so was it just, I, it, it got me through school, I think. I know it's nuts to say that a band could possibly not at all. get you through school. I hear that so often. Yeah, genuinely. my school's not, I've, from Shrewsbury, um, grew up in Shrewsbury. Um, they've, um, my school doesn't exist anymore. It's been, um, you can slag it off all you like. Yeah. <laughs> it closed down. But yeah, it was just, it was, yeah, Nirvana were. I just think quite nice that obviously a band from Seattle or and recording in America could touch someone in Shrewsbury. In Shrewsbury. Yeah. yeah. It's, true. it's true. Yeah. Shall we have a listen? Yes. Awesome.
Nirvana. Smells like teen spirit. Oh my goodness gracious me. Did you used to do dodgy covers of this in your bedroom? (laughs) Pretending you were were cool? No, I probably did, yeah. (laughs) I grew the hair long and everything. Really? Yeah. yeah. You can't tell on radio, but I have blonde hair. I I tried the whole look and everything when I was 12. Stripey jumper? I did have a stripey jumper. My girl, my then, and this is true, my then girlfriend at the time um, knitted me the red and black um, jumper. Oh, no. It was lovely. It was lovely. (laughs) I was too embarrassed to wear it out. You can't wear it out. It just looks ridiculous. Like walking around in fancy dress continuously so it never got aware <laughs> I don't never know what happens to that to this day could be no. probably in a charity shop yeah <laughs> my paintings we were just we just talking off here now and he said that you're because we, we discussed this before that your Nirvana is my Pearl Jam mm. yeah okay and that was and, and I think yeah that's been uh, that was quite a nice yeah. kind of analogy yeah. seems to be like that yeah a lot of um, my friends were but you were either in one sort of camp I think. yeah yeah it's like yeah. Oasis and Blur sort of you didn't like both in America no it's true no I didn't right. I'm sure there's been many a fight in a pub over oh yeah, yeah <laughs> we could discuss it but I want you two to remain friends okay that's fair enough so the next song choice absolutely gorgeous Pixies yes um, Cactus I like Pixies were Nirvana were the kind of band that I first got into, but Pixies were the they were the second band I got into, mm. and they were they were the band we ripped off mostly for our band. I think really, um, they're just great. I, I I love the Pixies. You can't, um, yeah. There's nothing they do wrong, really, in mm, my opinion. I love yeah, um, great. Um, I don't know what more to say about them. Uh, Frank, a total unconnected connection to him. Um, we had a friend that was a journalist that was interviewing Frank Black, the singer of the Pixies, or Black Francis, I think he he's called. Um, and at the end of the interview, he said, would you say on tape, the Victorian English Gentlemen's Club, my band, are his new favourite band? He'd never heard of us and yeah. didn't have a clue. But he just did it. Excellent. And we had that recording. Really? He sent us that recording to hear my hero say that. It was really nice. Oh, wow. That is pretty epic. Our, um, wow. Do you, do you still possess it? <laughs> no, I don't. It was, it's, it's on the world of computers. It was on computer. I don't know where it goes then. It was on my girlfriend's computer, so or ex-girlfriend. Oh. She'll have it somewhere, but I, um, no, I don't. But I listen to it a lot of times. Yeah, and it's in your mind. Yeah, a three-second cool, clip that I kept replaying. <laughs> <laughs> on, on <the> loop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's have a listen to the Pixies.
Rudd there with Ikira Cult, is that right? Oh, so no, Pixies, but this is oh, uh, that's my next bugger. choice. Sorry, guys. That's okay. That's Come on, get with it. I know. Giving I, the I, game away. Should we just sack me off now and you guys can have a chat? <laughs> so that was Pixies, obviously, with Cactus. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, lovely. Yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah, I like the way that there's nothing in there that doesn't need to be there. Yeah, you said that off air, yeah. and I thought that's a really lovely yeah. way to express it. But it's quite abrupt, but in a nice way. Yeah, I think similar to painting, it's, it's, difficult, say, it's was... difficult to achieve. It's not easy to... No, they just not... work out what to what to leave out. Yeah, mm. yeah, very difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very easy to overdo it. Mm. Over and I think they, yeah, they, they oh, really okay, mastered yeah, yeah. that. Um, yeah. mm. I, I'm not sure. I could be wrong here, but I think that was out in 1988, something like that. So goodness, oh, really? quite. It's got. It doesn't. It's aged well, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, still pretty fresh. Yeah, it's all good and fun. Right. So, um, who would have guessed it? I kind of recall is next. Not that I told everyone just now. Um, why did you choose this one? So my choice for this one was um, when I was at university, when we first were doing the band, I saw this band live, really liked them, and knew nothing about how you got a record deal or, or anything about that. And I, I'd bought their record and flipped it over, saw their record label's Fantastic Plastic, so we sent a tape in the post. It was all tapes back then. Mm. We sent a tape in the post to Fantastic Plastic. Um, and they emailed back and we, we had a gig in London booked and they said oh we're going to come along to it Excellent. so we hired a car and we right. drove we drove um, to the gig and um, we'd stopped in it was all congested on the M4 and we were in the fast lane of the M4 oh. turned the car off because we were waiting there for so long mm. then suddenly after 20 minutes the traffic starts moving again and our car wouldn't start it was some no. mecha- um, electrical thing yeah. so we had to get out of the car be in the middle lane of the M4. M4, and we were just waving at um, passers-by and pointing at the car um, to say, you know, it's like... Please don't hit us. Please don't hit us. Um, And people get so angry at us and... Did, did, did you make the gig on time? No, we didn't make the gig. We we oh. had to. We got the A towed us back to Cardiff. It was so depressed. We thought we'd we thought we'd proper um, messed it up, but um, yeah. So we just um, rebooked another gig a month later, and just fingers crossed. And, they, and then the label showed up and liked us, and it was all really good. Oh. I was really excited. That's awesome. Wow. And so they were yeah. your label then for ten years? No, they were our label for our first record. Mm-hmm. But it was all really exciting. Um, I, th- I don't know it was naivety or what but they would we had a meeting with them and they would they had an office which blew my mind you know like <laughs> it was all, all professional all yeah it's all proper <laughs> yeah. um, they were talking about making videos and I just couldn't believe that you know you would make a video and you'd be in it and mm, you could mm. um, so what, what 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 year was this about this would be 2004 2005 epic I think I was 25 at the time yeah. I remember I was 25 because the guy from the Labour had a big discussion saying that once you're 25, if you haven't made it at 25, it ain't going to happen. And then, <laughs> oh, thanks for that. And then, like, an hour later, he's like, how old are you guys? And the rest of the band were younger than me. They're all sort of, oh, 20, we're 20. And I went, 22. And it sounded really unconvincing. Yeah. But then shortly after, they booked us a gig in Berlin. Oh, it was Amsterdam, sorry. And we had to send them our passport, so I was busted then, because they had to, for some reason, photocopy really? them for the flights or something. I don't know what it was, but yeah. It was too late then, so, you're already in. Yeah, I'd already already in. You had your in. And he was right. <laughs> I haven't made it by 25, you're not going to make it. <laughs> Didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't be producing these lovely paintings, would you? No, exactly. 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 Yeah. Or I've met me and Lee. So, a Cult. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah. there is that. That's probably not right at the top of his list, but... 
<laughs> so a Kyra cult were a, a band I, I wouldn't necessarily listen to now but it was that gig that mm. made me buy their record that mm. turned it over to go to the record label so if it had been another record label they could have said no and it wouldn't have happened so amazing I think it was fate in yeah, a way that's, that's it was serendipity they call that and mm. I love I love it I've met, the, I've met the band since and mm. um, yeah I, I thought it's quite a good um, rock and roll mm. song this mm-hmm. yeah shall we have a listen guys let's, let's go for it With Rudd, that was pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. I like that. That, that appealed to my skater boy past. That did was, it. Yeah, did yeah. it. I'll did be I'll be googling tomorrow. <laughs> okay, thank you. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I will. It's, um, yeah, it's quite nice a good bit well of rock and well Thank you. It's a good bit of rock and roll. I think we commend um, you for your choice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and probably no one else is playing it right now, so it's quite good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest. I I hadn't heard that before. No. Well, I mean, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so. The next choice you've got is the Mouldy Peaches. 
Yeah, the mouldy peaches. Um, mm. This I chose this because when I first went to Cardiff University, this was the band that just everyone was listening to. Mm. They were kind of, uh, I, th- I think they were three-piece, and they were kind of a garagey, I don't want to say joke band, but kind of arty, piss take sort of group. <laughs> and it's, okay. it was one My of them favorite. records that just everyone listened to at college. At the start, I didn't like them because it's one of them cases that everyone keeps telling you how great they are, and you're just like, I, I don't get it, I don't mm. like it. And then after a few listens, you kind of think, actually, it's quite good. This. Um, so yeah, you can have Got a listen you. now and see what you think. Are you yeah. ready? It's yeah. kind of a bit jerky. I like the way that they did what they wanted to do. And they managed to do quite a good selling record from it and got quite well known considering mm. it's quite niche. I Whereas I think a, a band like ours mm. was niche, but we we're always trying to think, oh, I hope they like it. I hope the record label's going to like this. I like the way this band just didn't give it down. <laughs> and you can hear it. You can hear it in the song. <laughs> Let's have a listen. It's very silly. Peaches there with lucky number nine. I thoroughly enjoyed that one, even though it was short. Bit of fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was. was like that. Yeah, yeah it reminded Ooh. me of the president of the United States. Like, yeah, oh, with mm. the peaches. Yeah, millions. Not not because of the word peaches. No, the, but yeah, not the that song. Tenuous, yes. No, not not that tenuously. No. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, the sound the soundtrack to my years at art college. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And you were just saying apparently in the film Juno. Yeah, apparently so. I've not seen the film, but um, I have seen the film. In that, I don't so. remember it, but it yeah. makes. Yeah. It might not be in that song. It might be in a different song, but one of their songs. Yeah. Mm. Right. Let me have a little bad fact. Bad fact. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a bad fact buzzer, shouldn't yeah. we? A bad, a tenuous <laughs> fact. <laughs> a bad fact buzzer. Right. I'm just trying not to mess up the next song for you guys. Um, so the next Which? song is Marooned Wire. 
Right, okay, this is a, a time when lots of my friends were getting into punk, like the yeah. Sex Pistols and a lot of different punk bands. I quite liked it and I, want, I wanted to like it as well. Mm. And I always struggled. I find the aggression side of the, the punk a bit, I just didn't sit well with me. Mm. Whereas this band I got into, they were a punk band, but they had like a more of an arts edge and they Ooh. created soundscapes. And it's going to sound really um, pretentious now, but that I don't know it's going to, how it's going to sound. I don't know. The, <laughs> we'll we, 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 we'll make fun of you. The sound, the sound <laughs> of their songs yeah. feels to me like what my painting sounds like. Ooh, <laughs> a little bit let's of scenes, discuss this more. Bit of it's got a bit of soundscapiness about it. Yeah. And I used to, when I'd be driving back, um, often ecstatic often deflated from various gigs yeah. in five in the morning i'd have the album um chairs missing on by wire as i was driving back down the m4 mm. the rest of my band asleep and just sort of enjoying this kind of weird sort of yeah, time of weird night. Down again. yeah. <laughs> the light was just weird. the light was just starting to come up um like you feel mental because you've had about five red bulls to get you home at that <laughs> time of night you feel crazy and this sort of music with the soundtrack to that is but yeah, give it a go. Let's give it a go. Let me see if I can yeah. play it without room. Yeah, it's a nice record. It's got peacefulness about it. It has, yeah. yeah like I can imagine five yeah. o'clock, <clears throat> long open road. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The analogy of just in my mind, the sun's coming up now. <laughs> I, just, I haven't slept, and, no. and uh, I'm just—I'm uh, not sure if I love or hate my life. It's great. 
Okay, well, yeah, we used to sometimes <laughs> love our lives in the 80s. I'm sharing. sharing, yeah, I'm a bit, a bit tired myself, guys. I could do with a Red Bull. Um, so, from here on in, you said, just chuck songs at me that yeah, you like. Yeah, okay. do it. So, I have put The Beatles next. Okay, that's a good one. The Beatles. your life. The Beatles, obviously, like a lot of people, um, they're just an amazing band. Yeah. Um, I love them. I, I picked this song because the lyrics, I think it would have been a a pop record at the time mm. that was in the charts and you know and accepted but if you listen to the lyrics they're just vicious <laughs> it's basically him saying if you cheat on me I'll kill you Damn. it's quite 